Whether you own your own home or rent, you probably worried at one time or another about being burglarized, and that makes sense. The FBI estimates that in 2019 there were approximately 680,000 home burglaries. Thankfully, the number of break-ins has been going down dramatically for nearly 20 years now. Many home security companies use scare tactics to sell their expensive packages of equipment and monitoring services. Here at Checkbook, we believe you need to make an informed decision based on the facts about whether to buy and what to buy. I'm Herb Weisbaum, the Consumer Man, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org. Welcome to Consumerpedia. At Checkbook.org, we're the nonprofit that helps consumers select services, avoid trouble, and save money. Because we don't accept any advertising or take money from any business we recommend, you can rely on Checkbook.org to be completely independent and objective. Now, here's the host of Consumerpedia, America's consumer expert, the consumer man, Herb Weisbaum. In this episode, we're going to look at the various options you have for protecting your home or apartment, from systems installed by a professional to ones you can install yourself. We'll also talk about the simple and free things you can do to make your home less likely to be burglarized. Checkbook's executive editor, Kevin Brassler, just wrote a very detailed article about all this, and he's here now to share what he's learned. Hey, Herb. You know, it wasn't so long ago that if you wanted a home security system, unless you were a really dedicated do-it-yourselfer, you had to hire a home security business to install it for you. But that really has changed, hasn't it? You know, those companies still exist, and we recently released a new report that includes ratings of these old-school home security businesses. We did that based on surveys we send to our members and other consumers we invite to participate. But this whole, you know, Internet of Things movement, which describes our remote controlled, voice controllable lights and blinds and ordering groceries and other reminders. It has also brought us a lot of new home security gadgets, ranging from doorbell cameras to full house alarm systems. And the outfits pushing you to buy their security stuff range from cable TV operators and cell phone networks and mega tech giants like Amazon and Google, plus a bunch of other device manufacturers and startups. And it seems like every big company company these days wants to try to sell us home security stuff. So all this competition is really bringing prices down. Yeah, there's so many options uh, and so many sellers that now, you know, it used to be your option was to pay a home security outfit thousands of dollars to install a system. And then you'd have to pay $500 a year or more per year to monitor it. Uh, You can now set up your own protections, you know, just a doorbell camera or a few sensors for less than $200 and monitor it yourself using a smartphone for free. But it's not just doorbell cameras. You're talking about entire DIY security systems, right? For the whole house. Yeah, I mean, you know, these cameras are the most popular option out there, but you can also install little sensors that get triggered whenever someone opens a door or a window uh, to send you an alert to your phone or to a monitoring service if you still want to have professional monitoring. These DIY systems, they're similar to the full service packages sold by big home security companies. Uh, and even the big dedicated home security companies like you know, ADT and Honeywell and others, they now sell their own do-it-yourself, install-it-yourself products. So they've realized that to stay relevant, they have to offer those types of products, their own small size systems. And it's my understanding most of these now are all wireless, so you don't have to be putting a lot of wires everywhere. They all talk to themselves uh, using the internet or whatever. Yeah, that's been true for a long time. Uh, you know, it used to be, you know, we'd write about this and we'd say you have to choose between a wired system and it may, you know, have to knock a bunch of holes in your walls and find ways to hide all the wires versus wireless. And there were pros and cons of each. Nowadays, though, it's pretty much everyone's installing wireless stuff. 
there are still some people who prefer the wired stuff. It seems to be more dependable and you don't have to worry about batteries and things like that. But batteries have become so good these days that the sensors can stay on and the batteries for them can stay good for a long time. So we have a home security system, one that was installed by a security company. It's old school, landline dial out, battery backup. So in the Northwest windstorms, if the power goes out, it's still good for 12 hours or more. And with the systems based on the Internet of Things, if the Internet's down, it stops working. It can't call home. Yeah, it's a problem if the Internet goes down with these systems. It's also a problem if you're the one doing the monitoring. Uh, you have to be awake or you're not on an airplane or, you know, you're sober enough to check the alerts and call the police if needed. And really what most folks need isn't an alarm system, but better locks and barriers to intrusion. A lot of people, they get these alarm systems and they stop using them because they're such a nuisance. Now, the companies that sell these home security systems often use fear tactics to get people to buy. I know that's a big issue for you. But as you said, the truth is many people do things that make it easier for the burglars to get inside the house that they could just do on their own without an alarm system. So the devices are increasingly high tech but the burglars most certainly are not. I mean, most burglaries happen when criminals simply open unlocked doors or they crawl through unlocked windows or they lift poorly secured sliding glass doors off their tracks or push in a a window AC unit. I mean, you get the idea. Uh, Most Mm -hmm. criminals get into homes simply by entering them through easy pathways, right? Uh, So your first objective uh, when trying to make your home more secure isn't to install a a doorbell camera. It's no, the first thing you should do is make sure the perimeter of your home is well secured, that vulnerable areas are secured. It means having good deadbolt locks on all your exterior doors and making sure you actually use them. A lot of people, they have locks, but they forget to lock them. Uh, It also means having good lighting outside. Burglars like to break in in the dark. Uh, They like to break in, you know, through areas that are are difficult to see from the outside street, from passersby and neighbors. And you also need to make sure that, you know, vulnerable spots like sliding glass doors are better secured. At checkbook.org, in our latest home security article, we describe common vulnerabilities and, and how to fix them. And speaking of locks, if you're buying new locks, make sure you get really good strong ones. Consumer Reports, it regularly tests deadbolts and finds that unfortunately, most models out there are really easily defeated by a well-placed kick. Uh, they identify top-rated locks, but you know, really, overall, it's better to have any deadbolt than none. Uh, those locks, you know, they function only as the key and the doorknob. That's not good enough. Those are very easily defeated. And if you need uh, help installing locks, by the way, we have ratings of locksmiths at checkbook.org. What makes the deadbolt work is the striking plate. It needs to be secured with really long and strong screws. Otherwise, the deadbolt may not provide all the protection it was designed to give you. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, most locks, they come with these puny screws. And so, you know, a great resource to ask is a good locksmith. You know, ask them about which locks work best and how they can beef up any new locks you want installed to offer better protection. As you mentioned, we do have ratings also of locksmiths at checkbook.org. So on top of improving your home's physical security, you write that you also need to adopt security habits. What does that mean? Yeah, it starts with making sure that everyone in your family actually locks doors and windows after using them. Uh, but beyond that, uh, you should do what you can to make your home appear occupied. Uh, you know, leaving on a few lights, parking a car in the driveway when you're on vacation, making sure your neighbors know when you'll be away. Keeping track of keys is a big deal. A lot of people, they misplace keys or have keys stolen, uh, and burglars often get in that way. Finally, you want to maintain good insurance coverage in case you do get hit. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, if things are stolen, that you have a replacement cost protection in your policy. That's usually an optional protection that you need to pay extra for. It's usually worth buying. Uh, And finally, if you own guns, 
lock them up. Criminals steal a lot of guns and a lot of criminals target homes, particularly looking for guns. And oh, and it doesn't also hurt, as you know, Herb, to have a barky dog. Uh, the, the idea is to make it difficult on criminals, to make them think your home isn't an easy target uh, and that they're having an easy time getting in and, and that no one will notice uh, them breaking in. And on the opposite side, if you do things that make it look like you're not home, if you get the newspaper delivered and it's sitting there in the driveway, four or five piled up, or there are packages at the door that nobody's gotten, that's a sign to a burglar that nobody's here. This is a good house to hit. Yeah, another smart thing to do is when you go away, have somebody move your trash cans down to the curb for you uh, and make sure that they get moved back so they're not sitting out on the curb all week and people notice that oh they're probably out of town if you're living in an area where it snows you know have your your walks and driveways shoveled while you're gone have your grass mowed during the summer uh, the idea is that you know criminals they typically don't plan very far in advance which homes to hit what they do is they select a home where it looks like it's unoccupied at the moment and that it's easy to break into, that they can get in quickly and quietly without anyone noticing them. And so especially when you're on vacation, it's important to make sure that your home appears to be lived in. And one more tip, don't advertise that you're away on social media. Criminals are on social media too, so when you share those pictures of you and the family in real time, having a great time in London, you could be telling a local thief, this is a good time to break into my house. When we share our vacation pictures, we do it when we get home. That's smart. And, you know, again, most burglars don't really plan out their crimes that much in advance, but some do. Break-ins also happen, unfortunately, when people go to funerals mm -hmm. because funerals are widely announced. And so the bad guys, they figure out who the direct relatives are and they break into their homes knowing that they'll be at a funeral uh, at that time. Final point. Beefing up your security and having good habits is less expensive than buying an alarm system, and it's something you really should do even if you have a security system. Yeah, especially if you want that system to be monitored. Uh, but having better overall security is better than an alarm because most homeowners who install alarms find them just to be such a hassle that they stop using them. I mean, they just get sick of all the false alarms and having to enter codes and all that. You know, even with all these, you know, doorbell cameras, people get tired of all the alerts. Every time somebody delivers a package or a pizza, you know, your phone is going off. And so a lot of times people just start ignoring them. Will a home security system work to stop criminals from breaking into your house? And how do you find a good company to install a system for you if you decide to get one? We'll talk to Kevin about that next. This is Consumerpedia, powered by Checkbook.org. Checkbook has consumer ratings and evaluations for home security companies in these seven metro areas. Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, Seattle, San Francisco, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Washington, D.C. The ratings are available with a subscription. Advice on home security is free to anyone. If you live in one of these seven areas and haven't joined Checkbook yet, check us out. Get a free 30-day subscription by going to checkbook.org slash consumerpedia. So, Kevin, do home security systems deter crime? Does a potential burglar see that you have an alarm system, maybe a sticker on the window or a sign out front, and choose another house? Yeah, you know, the bizarre thing about this entire industry is that no one's really sure uh, whether alarms or, or even cameras prevent crime. Best I can tell is they do have an effect. Uh, studies that have surveyed incarcerated criminals have found that most burglars say they usually don't pick out their target home in advance. They'd be more likely at the last minute when they do select a home, pick one that doesn't have a home security system, or they're trying to avoid being seen by cameras that have those protections. So it's likely that having something will lessen your chances of having a break-in. 
But most burglars also say that they prefer homes with unlocked doors or vulnerabilities that they could exploit without being seen or heard, being seen by your neighbors or people passing by. And so even if you have a great home security system, if they feel like they can quickly and quietly get in through a back door or a side door that's well hidden, they'll probably still do so. As we've been saying throughout this this conversation, right, it's really important to assess your home and, and improve its physical security. So watching the news and the crime shows, it seems like these cameras that everybody has help solve crimes. Do they really? Well, no, there's very little evidence that they solve crimes. They may prevent crimes from happening, where again, burglars see a camera and decide not to break into that home. But there's very little evidence that once crimes have occurred, all these cameras are helping to solve crimes. The camera across the street from you, for example, uh, isn't helping them nab burglars. The device manufacturers, though, they like to brag that you know these cameras could solve crimes, but they don't ever present any real evidence about it. Amazon has a big interest in selling doorbell cameras. After all, if criminals avoid them, avoid homes with these doorbell cameras, then Amazon has to ship, reship fewer replacements for stuff that's stolen off porches. But Amazon doesn't disclose any data on whether there's a relationship between the existence of its cameras and theft. And again, you know, there's just very little evidence that crimes get solved due to all this surveillance that's been installed. Mm -hmm. There is a downside to having all these cameras, and that is that you know, we're mostly surveilling our neighbors and people walking by who didn't agree to be recorded. And there's mm -hmm. a big concern that audio is being captured and recorded by all these things, which would actually violate laws in many states. A, a basic civil right in this country is that we should be able to move around and talk with others without being tracked and recorded. Uh, and these doorbell cameras, there's a big concern that, that they're violating that basic right. Okay. So overall, what's your thought? Should homeowners buy home security systems? You know, I think it's really important to start by judging your risk. You know, relatively few homes get broken into each year, but many neighborhoods, they really have very few burglaries at all. Uh, I think also if somebody is at home most days and during the evenings, you know, that's another reason to maybe not get an alarm system because criminals really prefer uh, to break into homes when they're, they're pretty sure no one's home. Uh, the same is true with your neighbors. You know, are some of them around most of the time? You know, on my block, everyone has one another's backs. I mean, we know everyone. We all know one another. We're always, you know, talking to one another. Now, that makes me worry a little bit less about burglaries because I figure that, you know, if somebody is trying to break in, one of my neighbors is likely to notice it and call the police. Uh, the other thing is in our neighborhood, police, when there is a problem, they respond really fast. And so that's another consideration to make. And then also think about, you know, a lot of these alarms we mentioned, they're a hassle. Consider whether your kids or house guests or your pets or forgetful family members will trigger a lot of false alarms because a lot of people who get these systems stop using them. They just get annoyed with them uh, and, and stop you know, turning them on. On a personal note, earlier in my career when I was with CBS News, I was traveling all the time. My wife was home alone. It made me feel a lot better that there was an alarm system when she went to bed at night. And our alarm system also has heat sensors built into it. So when we went away on vacation, if there were a fire, that would call the alarm company and let them know there was potentially a fire in our house. So there are pros and cons depending on what you can afford. There, I really do think that, you know, again, in some people, they, they, they can assign value, right, to peace of mind. Uh, I just think there's lots of things to consider here without getting all wrapped into and, and being, you know, sold by the scare tactics that alarm companies tend to use. And also a lot of alarm companies, they like to oversell on these systems. I mean, it's, it's usually enough to place sensors, you know, on ground floor windows and doors, and that's probably enough to protect your home. You know, most homes don't need, you know, a lot of sophisticated technology 
technology within the home to protect against intrusion. So what should you look for in hiring an installer if you decide to buy a full-scale system? We'll talk to Kevin about that next. This is Consumerpedia, powered by Checkbook.org. Consumerpedia Fast Facts. Burglaries are more common in the summer, increasing about 10% between June and August, according to Statista.com. Data from the U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics show that burglars hit apartments more often than homes. About half the time, a home that's been broken into will be burglarized again within six weeks of the original incident, according to Forbes. That's about how long it takes to file an insurance claim and replace some of the stolen items. All right, Kevin, we've weighed the options. We've made an informed decision. We've decided it's time to buy a full-scale system. What should we look for when hiring an installer? Yeah, I think the number one thing is is make sure that if you're not happy with whatever monitoring service they have, they offer, uh, that you can switch. Uh, some companies make it really difficult to switch to different monitoring companies. Uh, ADT, for example, uh, makes it particularly difficult. Also find out if you can monitor your own system. More companies are letting this happen these days. And lots of owners prefer this now because it's, it's a lot less expensive. They don't have to pay $30 a month for a professional monitoring service. Uh, and by you know doing your own monitoring, you also might cut back on the number of false alarms where police are called. Uh, in some jurisdictions, uh, if you have too many false alarms where police are called in, uh, you'll get fined or worse, police will just stop showing up because they you know logged you as a home that has too many false alarms. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to meet with several companies if you're thinking about having a professional alarm installed. Uh, you'll find big, big price variation for very similar systems. But you'll also learn a lot about your home's potential vulnerabilities. For decades, our undercover shoppers here at Checkbook have met with home security companies to collect prices. And we continue to find that the expertise of some companies' estimators and designers, you know, system designers, varies greatly. I mean, some appear to know very, very little about the alarm business, right? They spend minimal time inspecting the home. Uh, they have really no clear ideas of how the installation will actually be done. They're just there mm -hmm. to sell a package. But a lot of the reps, especially from independent local businesses, you know, they're true experts. They used to work in law enforcement. They used to work on burglary squads and things like that. And they have a lot of you know, knowledge to share with you and, and can really intelligently design a system that will be the most effective for you. Well, it's just like you say, if you're going to do a remodeling project in the kitchen, talk to a couple different companies to see what ideas they have. That's really the same thing with the alarm companies. Different companies will say, here's a different solution to the same problem, protecting your house. And you might learn about trade-offs. You, know, you might learn that, okay, you know, this is going to cost a lot more to have a motion detector put in these different areas, but you know, it's going to offer better protection than some heat signature thing, right? You may decide that it's not that important you have a facial recognition camera set up in your home. So if it recognizes a face that isn't yours while active, well, then it triggers the alarm. Well, that's more expensive. You may not care so much about that. The really good companies will also consider things like, well, if a dog jumps up, are they going to set this thing off at night, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they may decide that, you know, having an interior horn that scares the bejesus out of you every time it's triggered is not something good for your family, right? Some people can have different preferences than others. We have a, a horn that will scare more than the bejesus out of you if you break into the house, <laughs> and I like it that way, but we've learned... We've learned how to set the alarm and not have false alarms. And you have yeah. to, it's a system. You have to learn how to use the system and how to deal with it so it works properly, which I guess leads me to my final thought, which is, and it's fairly obvious, but it doesn't work unless you use it. I can't tell you how many people I know in my area who have an alarm system, sometimes a really expensive one, and they go out without arming it. It's a pain. They don't know how to use it. Why bother? It's always going off. If you have a false alarm problem, figure it out. Maybe get the company back to figure out what's going 
going on. Don't stop using the system. It's like pulling the battery out of a smoke alarm that's always going off. You don't do that, you fix it. We had a false alarm system. It was because a cobweb was in front of one of the sensors. The guy came over and he said, look, there's this cobweb moving back and forth in front of the motion sensor and it's setting off the alarm system all the time. We make sure it's clear now and we've never had a problem since. Yeah, and you know, the same is true with all these doorbell cameras, right? You know, some of them get activated so much the battery doesn't last very long and then people get sick of replacing the battery. You know, as we've mentioned through this conversation that it's still overall better just to make sure you have good locks and that you actually use them. If you do have an alarm, you know, you may as well get used to using it and get into the habit of using it so that, you know, you're not just wasting money. Those you haven't just wasted money on this technology that you don't need. Or get a barky dog. I mean, really, I do think that barking dogs are another thing burglars say in these surveys of, oh, you know, if a dog starts barking, I'll usually take off. Yeah, and the neighbors hate them, by the way, speaking of a neighbor who has a barky dog next door. (laughs) Right, yes. Well, I think the big takeaway from this, and it's really important, is make an informed decision and don't do this out of fear. I think that's the bottom line takeaway from all this. Yeah, take your time and really think about, you know, am I going to use this thing? How effective is it going to be? If it's just a camera, probably not that effective. I mean, it may deter a few burglars, but not many, and it won't solve any crimes. Uh, And I think that overall, and and this is what I've been writing about for 20 plus years, at Checkbook, it's really important to secure the perimeter of your home. That most people think that burglars are sophisticated as if they're in some kind of you know Jason Bourne movie, Mission Impossible thing. No, they usually <laughs> just kick in a door or, or open an unlocked one and, and come on in. Good information. Kevin, thank you so much. Thanks, Herb. Well, that's it for this episode of Consumerpedia. You can subscribe to us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Remember, we release new ones every other Thursday. Another way you can support this show is to follow us on Consumerpedia on Facebook and Instagram and at MyConsumerpedia on Twitter. I'm Herb Weisbaum. Thanks for listening. Consumerpedia is a public service of Checkbook.org. We're a unique nonprofit that empowers you, the consumer, to save money and make smarter choices. From auto repair shops to doctors, plumbers to vets, you can count on Checkbook.org to help you find the best services and avoid the worst. Local ratings are unbiased and accurate. If you live in or around these seven cities and haven't joined Checkbook yet, check us out. Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, Seattle, San Francisco, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Washington, D.C. To get your free 30-day subscription, go to checkbook.org slash consumerpedia. Consumerpedia, empowering consumers to save money and make smarter choices.